Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. <laughs> All right, so moving on from that, man, um, and I see you guys talking in the chat already. The conversation shifts. Uh, trade talks. And today we learned that the Cavaliers are interested in Joe Harris. Oh, they want to bring the boy home. And Kenyon Martin Jr., there's another Nets connection. Obviously, his dad was a favorite Net. But I said to uh, AJ from Nets Kingdom, he posted this. I said, Big J or no deal? If Jared Allen's not in a deal, we don't want to do it. But of course you want to explore that. I don't know exactly who they'd be sending back from the Cavaliers, but it's time. We're less than two months away from the trade deadline. Uh, we're approaching Christmas. Everybody is already going to be on those trade machines. It's it's the fifteenth. We're in the, you know the middle of the month, ten days from Christmas. People are trying to cook up and figure out who's going where. The rumors are starting, and I'm not a big trade machine guy, but I do feel like this year the Nets are a trade or a move or two away from actually being a contender. Yeah, they're contending right now, but like Robin alluded to, when they play the big boys. What are they going to look like? And literally, when they play the big boys, Giannis, Embiid, what are they going to look like? And uh, I don't know, but I will say this before I pass it to Robin. Sean Marks, I'm looking at you. Sean Marks, this is your time to shine. Sean Marks, get on the phone and do what you got to do to shore up this team. This team is deep. We ha- we definitely don't need all of these guys. We could use a couple other guys. It's on you, boss. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the trade machine right now trying to see uh, what would work with with Cleveland. Here's the thing. Uh, I would trade Joe Harris if they can. I I am terrified of of Joe Harris in in the playoffs. And it's a a tough proposition with him because he's like a homegrown guy in a sense. Obviously, he he wasn't, uh, you know, drafted by the Nets. They they look at him as a homegrown guy. He came from the Cavs to the Nets. Yeah, he he came of age as a member of the Nets, and and I think there's an attachment there, especially when it felt like the soul of the team was traded, right? Like all those guys, you you just mentioned Jared Allen, all those guys gone. So he's kind of the last remnant of that. With that said, and he's played better. He plays hard. Um, He's played better. I know he's dealt with injury. I just, you know, from the Milwaukee series, that scarred me to a certain extent. And, and I've brought it up on this show several times, but I, I just feel like there's so many instances where there's a loose ball that he could get to and it, it turns into a foul 
or he, he drives into the lane and he's blocked and it turns into a layup or he's got the open three, the thing he's paid to do. And that's the one he, he doesn't make in a big spot. Um, uh, uh, Karis Levert for Joe Harris works straight up. I, I don't know if that's a move they're willing to make. Cause it's I don't not think as, they do that. I would love not, that. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been, then who are they trading? Right? Like, cause you're obviously not trading Evan Mobley or or anybody like that, or Donovan um, Mitchell, or Jared yeah. Allen, or and, and you have to make the salaries match. So let me see. Uh, how about they're going to send us Kevin Love, Isaac Okoro, and Ricky Rubio? <laughs> that doesn't work either. Uh, you know, it's tough to to make the. Or how about Jetty Osmond and let's try Jetty Osmond and Dar- Darius Garland. That doesn't work either. You know, like Darius Garland would be great. Yeah, they're not trading Darius Garland. So, you know, you have to be realistic. A lot of times, and this is common, not just amongst Nets fans, but every team's fan base, like the the return that they get for what they give is not exactly in proportion. Sean Mark's going to get us Robin Lopez. We'll have Arlo as the Nets, Belo's brother. Uh, Who knows, man? We'll have plenty of podcast time to talk about. Potential trades, that's part of being a Nets fan. I feel like Nets fans every year are looking at this guy and that guy, you know, on the trade machine and hoping and wishing. And, you know, you end up with like James Harden or Ben Simmons or uh, Andre Drummond or Seth Curry. And yeah, you end up losing Jared Allen and Karis <laughs> Nobody had that trade machine going. But I mean, other than that, um, a little bit of injury report stuff came out so seth curry right hamstring tightness is questionable for tomorrow patty mills non-covid related illness see something's going around here in new york he's doubtful for tomorrow so that means he's sick and like he probably just got sick and they're not expecting him to sleep it off tonight um nick friedel said that patty mills did not practice today because of the illness he's doubtful like so he he's he's not feeling he's feeling worse than robin uh, he might have what, what hudson had a couple weeks ago um, I, mean, I would I I I I missed like essentially I tried to power through um a day of work on Tuesday and I just even couldn't and I never miss work so it, whatever's going around is 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 something serious so it, hamstring tightness though that goes around the net the Nets have to lead the league in hamstring tightness I There's, think I hamstring going. tightness is is another word for we're resting him um hamstring tightness yo like but, but James Harden had wrong. hamstring. He had hamstring tightness, and then his hamstring fell off. And Yuta Watanabe had hamstring tightness, and he was – I mean, It was actually, always BS. I'm like, okay, we know Harden, like, tore his hamstring. But before they ended up trading him to the Sixers, he had hamstring tightness. And I'm like, he just didn't want to play. He, he, he sold in that game against the Kings. His hamstring was fine. He just forced his way out. But, yeah, that's where we're at for this Raptors game coming up. And I expect the Nets – to beat the brakes off the Raptors, maybe not blow them out, but they're facing the Raptors again. And if I scroll back, December 2nd, Nets defeat the Raptors 114 to 105. November 23rd, Nets defeat the Raptors 112 to 98. And uh, I expect them to get another win. Oh, October 21st, Nets defeat the Raptors 109-104. So we're going on Another team facing them four times. That familiarity is there. They know what's up. Like, they know they can't rock with the Nets. Uh, They just lost to the Kings yesterday. They just lost to the Magic on Sunday. They lost to the Magic on Friday. Bowl bowling those boys. So, 
the the Raptors are cooked right now. I know the Nets do not fear them, and that should be another win. So the Nets are 17 and 12, five games over 500, looking to be six games over 500 before Sunday, heading to face the Pistons. Do I got to scroll back and tell you how we've already beat the Pistons? Nah, you know. So I'm looking at this Nets team being seven games over 500 before Steph Curry and the Warriors come to town where Steph's not going to play. But I was kind of worried about this next stretch. I was like, okay, you've got the Warriors on Wednesday, December 21st. You've got the Bucks on Friday, December 23rd. And then you got to go face the Cavaliers on Monday, December 26th. I'm like, that could be a interesting uh, three games. But I think they'll beat the Warriors. And then we'll see if Giannis is like running into people and uh, playing football and taking 13 seconds to shoot his free throws and knocking over ladders and stuff like that. And then the Cavs, they're going to want a good look at Joe Harris. So I hope Joe Harris balls out on Monday and we'll see what we can get. What are you thinking about these upcoming games and where the Nets stand? Like the Nets stand to, uh, I think they won eight out of nine. I don't see them losing in these next three games. Like they're going to have a nice run here. They're going to put together a nice stretch of games early, which as a fan, it just makes you feel good about their standings, where they are, where they're going, they're already in fourth. They can climb and be at the top of the league. And I, I just feel good about where they're headed under Jacques Vaughn, this team, man. Like you, you, the never know Nets, I'm starting to get some clarity on who they are and what they are. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't think at the beginning of the season, I, I could have told you, honestly, I, I would have thought the, the Nets would be five games over 500 right now. And if you look at the landscape of the league, um, you have Boston and Milwaukee. Then you have Cleveland, who the, the Nets are only a game behind Cleveland. They, they could pass them when they play them next week. Do I think the Cavs are better than the Nets, more talented than the Nets? No. Uh, when you go out west, I mean, even beyond, and, you know, beyond Cleveland in the east, what's the next team up? The, the Sixers? Joel Embiid saying the fans want to trade him over there. Um, and <laughs> the, the, the Knicks, you know, like in the, in the west, the Pelicans, I think, are really good and legit. I think the Grizzlies are legit, but beyond those two teams either, like I, I don't think that the Western conference teams, especially if Steph Curry is going to miss a chunk of time where I don't know how much the Warriors can survive without Steph. I mean, they've been mid with Steph and their offensive rating is like under a hundred points per hundred possessions without Steph. So they're not a good team. Good. Good. Steph. Can I cut you off for a yeah. second? Just so I can shit on Draymond. Draymond punched Jordan Poole in the face, and I remember Nets fans saying, let's see if they talk about their chemistry, right? Because all of these people want to talk about Kyrie is a cancer on the team. He's a bad teammate. The Nets can never get any chemistry because he misses time. Well, a quick way to mess up the chemistry on a championship team is to punch someone in the face, and everybody see that. They ain't been right since. Yeah, I mean, look, and so what I'm saying is, the way I'm getting around to saying that is that I, I mean, I think the Nets are in the top handful of teams in the league. Um, now, they have to show – they have to prove it to me to, to show that they're, uh, you know, actually up there. I, I think – I saw somebody in the chat. It was my holy king that said something about the Bucks are always tough uh, unless they're without Giannis, unless Giannis is not playing. Well, you, you, you want to – you need to beat them with Giannis playing. You, 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 you need <laughs> their whole, whole brand. The, the whole point – yeah, he's their guy. The point is – you have to be able to beat the, the Bucks with Giannis, to beat the Celtics with Tatum and Brown, 
to beat, you know, whoever it is. And that's the, the last burden of proof I think that the Nets have. And, and, and eventually I think a couple of those wins, we're going to start again going from that disaster scale to that contender scale. And, and, and I don't think it would be, I'm not there. I don't want to get, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I can envision talking about at least competing for a championship with this team, depending on, you know, how they look over the next few weeks. 